Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Arathian Unofficial Spoiler Podcast. As usual, I am one of your co-hosts, Van Sexel, along with me today, as always is. Sanchez, Steve, uh, Captain of Chaos in the Discord, as usual, and uh, someone who's found that they really like using the law to make chaos. <laughs> <laughs> as a uh, British side sort of shit. <laughs> yeah, that was an uh, interesting twist yesterday that i think um has had a silver silver lining behind it as uh someone said yesterday <laughs> oh, a couple of people a couple of people said that there was a silver lining of hey that x isn't around anymore so <laughs> <laughs> oh, they fought the baby thing and won and yeah. the floor fell out underneath some of them but they managed to not fall down straight away it's it's um something that's happened a lot where Scott makes these huge build ups to uh these these boss fights and then he rolls badly and Regisat just molly whops the fuck out of him. <laughs> to be fair, he brought Ophios down to two health points. True. But Ophios didn't even try to heal. He just kept attacking. So I don't know if they were even that afraid. And to be fair with what Scott revealed anyway, the healing wouldn't have helped them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The healing wouldn't have helped. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is, they didn't even try to use second win or like a potion or anything. He just kept attacking. He was like, yeah, I'm going to keep attacking it. In fact, I'm going to use this staggering smite here. And it was insane. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I just find it. I, I find it funny that they do that, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel bad for his roles. Let's just say that. Yeah. That worked out for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. did it really? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Because uh, um, they couldn't kill it with the normal axes and this thing. It just went inert. And yeah, find out later they wouldn't have healed if they tried healing while they were around it. But, um, so they tried using the brimstone axe, and um, <laughs> a, a couple what? of different revelations come about. Let's um, let's first discuss the the more mundane one, I guess you could say in quotes, is that the undead baby had a fully grown soul inside of it, and um, he was he had clutching. <laughs> You're right, had. <laughs> A full grown zone inside of it. And he was pretty much um trying to resist all suction into hell. <laughs> yeah. Just like anyone would really. <laughs> oh. oh and it was a very heavy soul. It was a in a plains god. That <laughs> was uh, thrown into hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to see the ramifications of that soon. Sure. Yeah, uh, for each side spoilers, <laughs> Scott goes, um, they made a mistake. And Zalamos goes, oh, how much trouble is the deer in now? And Scott goes, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's broke. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of don't blame them, but I also... You know, because it, it was dead, but it wasn't getting chopped. And, you know, Registat has a tendency to want to see um, limbs get severed. That's the only way you know something's dead for sure. Mm. And if 
the limbs aren't being severed, that means that it's not dead. So... <laughs> and they really don't want things going back to bite in the ass again. Well, unfortunately, this little bit of proactivity, um... <laughs> Listen, they... They got the reputation of the most paranoid group for a reason, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They still have 23 hours to... <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, um, I'd hit the 666 gift sub mark, and so, um, I could make a fiend. And this was it. <laughs> I'm not saying what type of fiend just yet, but, um... I think it's pretty obvious that it's a devil. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, um, uh, it's, it's like I was saying to Van just before, it's so interesting what we decided actually scared of. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's hilarious, because it's like, Undead Baby? Nah, we're going to prep for this. We're going to drink some potions. Let's go. And then after the fight, the devil pops up, and they're like, mm, well, Reina... This I don't know what this idea. is, and it's horrifying. <laughs> I think with Ophios's exact words, and then a little bit after that, it goes, "You cannot escape me." In their heads, while they're talking psychically to each other, it's just like, yeah, that was a cool ass <laughs> point. Yeah, that was a cool ass point. Oh, I just, I just gonna, kept rewatching that point over and over and over again, just <laughs> Missy's face. <laughs> oh, that was a cool ass point. The, you're on your own, Rena. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the only thing that scares Regicide is more something more evil than themselves. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be you can't be like partially evil or evil cosmically or not good or even undead. No, undead don't scare them. We saw that last night as soon as like I think Scott Scott said what type of monster they were, whites. But as soon as they saw a bunch of whites, they were like, listen. We gotta wipe these shits out. We can't even just use our wish to make to wish that there were no undead in a deer. No, that's not good enough for us. We gotta wipe these motherfuckers out ourselves. <laughs> they still have two more. You're right. <laughs> and it runs out in 23 hours. Oh man. What the bone devil should have done. <laughs> Put a time limit on well, those he, bones. The, the bone devil got a little bit. Mm, I, I wouldn't even the say the bone devil got more. Yeah, no, no. I was I was about to say that originally, and then I changed my mind. He he kind of he got, got a lot, me. but I don't think he got the same mess worth. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't know. I guess yeah. I I don't think I don't think the DM was thinking about that. I think this time he made sure that there was a limitation because we saw how. Uh, how good three wishes could be in the Kingmaker campaign. Well, I don't so. think as a, I will say I don't think as a DM thing as to the time the time period. I think it's pretty much the because making the thing it's. Um, oh, it's sort of because uh because uh I chose the fiend and that sort of thing, right? It was one of the oh. features to this fiend. Okay, yeah. Still, three wishes though. Just like mm. we saw how 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 much that can impact anything in the Kingmaker campaign and like how resourceful it was just for them and how easily regicide could use those wishes <laughs> when things pop up <laughs> yeah. especially with how as as much as they get locked up and thrown into jail <laughs> so <laughs> they still have to get out from underneath there 
<laughs> yeah, last night was a fun session. I'm I'm a little bit, and I told this to Steve earlier. I'm a little bit disappointed that we won't get to see that undead uh, power get to stick around. Um, but I, I guess I understand. But still, they don't fight undead that that often. So <laughs> I well, mean, like they said, like they were saying, this they didn't wish for it to be permanent. True. True. So the deal didn't have to. It's just that every time they fought undead, Rena's like almost died and has had Lady Aravel come to her rescue every single time. So being able to take him down herself would have been a nice little change. But oh well. <laughs> oh, even um... in, even even though Aravel may not have actually came to her rescue, you know, fortunes, you you know. There was a there was a favor in, in the fortunes <laughs> that made it appear that way. So. Quite favorable fortunes <laughs> indeed. <laughs> there is one other point. Um, they have the undead baby's body. Yeah. And they plan on giving it to Aslan. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. There's no way to make that not morbid. <laughs> There's no way to make that not morbid at all. <laughs> and um oh man i i i'm looking forward to see what scott does with ophios because ophios is tyler is really on this ophios needs an evolution type thing and i don't think he's gonna get what he's bargained for like um, <laughs> like <laughs> we'll see but i don't know because he's he's totally on the look all this other stuff you guys are distracted from ophios evolving yeah, um, <laughs> without a wish or without fortune's favor, I don't see them working the um, procedure that well to, to mm -hmm. make them evolve. That's just me. Yeah, I I don't see it. I don't see anything good happening of it. I think I think something bad is going to happen, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's let's hope his uh his god snaga. Um, find a way to intervene because that's the only way I see a good thing coming out of that point. <laughs> yeah, um, I do kind of want to just go back to the whole devil talking with Rena and like, oh yeah, beyond just yeah. talking, and he told to shut up, <laughs> like, and, and you're just getting past the spell that was used. <laughs> and go, okay, <laughs> and then. Ophios going, no, we don't want to deal with you. And he goes, I don't know what you are, but you've been warned. <laughs> and then they all try to talk, talk in their heads with the psychic whispers thing and being told, there's no escape. <laughs> Look, yeah, that devil had a lot of cool moments. Like, th those, are, those are the kind of bad guy moments I love to see. Like, the <laughs> ones where you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, what have we gotten ourselves into? <laughs> uh... Yeah, well, um, several souls from the freaking Jibbering Mouthers. Troll souls probably aren't worth that much. But it's probably all overbalanced by the fact that it's like fucking in the god. It's a great And my well, comment in the register yeah. side where the enemies are just going to get bigger and better so that'll be more fun. Well, um, yeah. Some people, some, well, not people, but some beings might take issue with the fact that they sacrificed a god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember if the 
I, I think Pathfinder does have its own version of the Inevitables. So that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see, man. Oh. Ooh. Oh, man. It's... it's... It's only these guys. <laughs> I love, well, I love they're, watching. They're them. like level nine, aren't they? So it's about time they got a <laughs> bit more fucking difficult. <laughs> Listen, with the role that is that Scott always seems to roll when they're fighting a bit bad. Um, like he said, this this undead baby creature thing was supposed to be CR thirteen, and they kind of easily wiped it out, even with Ophios being two health. <laughs> Like, Yandis wasn't even fighting. <laughs> Yandis wasn't even fighting. Like... <laughs> Makes sense, um, considering how small the area they were fighting in was. In the whole... Oh. Um, I think throwing knives is like 10 feet. Or like something like that. So yeah, I don't yeah, think it's, it's not at that past. far of a range. Unless he teleported it. But then I don't think he wanted them to face the umbilical cord himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I know he said that um oh there there was one other point i wanted to bring up also was that uh when the we saw the um the mole well the undead mole down there uh i think yandis did something that was a little bit fun that he was just hoping that it would uh produce more fruit than it did it was him trying to get inside the undead mole's brains once he saw that they could communicate with each I'm other. so 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 glad you didn't try that with the undead baby yeah yeah that would have probably been a bad idea but yeah that would have been a bad idea <laughs> oh, let me just open up this two-way communication with a undead baby god oh shit <laughs> i'll bring out assuming direct control <laughs> yeah but he, he was i think i think messi was hoping for it's a bit a little bit more fruit than it did. Um, all that he basically got was going, I'm going to consume you. So at that point, it's like, look, there's no negotiation um, 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 from that um. point. <laughs> we can't consume, we can't negotiate about a point like that. <laughs> so we're going to have to wipe you out <laughs> or leave, you know, either one. And leaving is a lot more difficult at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh there's something else that um Valorant doesn't have to deal with. True, true. <laughs> it is. I mean, now. there has to be there has to be more rooms and that sort of thing with that one because where did all those mouths come from? And there was only like four rooms when they went down there the first time. The the one question I have is is all of Aeroth fucked because of what they did, or is it just a deer? I think it's because a deer seems to be the punching bag. Even though other stuff is going on in Aeroth, like, a deer happens to be the punching bag of the continent at this point. <laughs> to, be fair, it's, to be fair, it's not being punched by, the con by everyone else on the continent. <laughs> fair enough, a little bit. But it's mainly been undead, mutants, um, fiends, um, civil war. <laughs> well, civil war and... Uh, Broad sense because they aren't technically united yet. You know, all the fiendish activity all throughout the continent seems to center itself around a deer. That's only because that's where we've seen it. It could we, it yeah. could be bigger elsewhere. We just haven't seen it because it's not the focus on them. <laughs> Which hopefully well, this the will help shape. Fiendish. 
<laughs> I, I, I say the biggest because it seems to have made the biggest impact. Like, even if there is Finnish activity in other places, we haven't seen it make as big as an impact as it has. And in- we also haven't seen it. We also plain up haven't seen it. <laughs> True, I guess. But like, <laughs> man, the only place I can imagine that being elsewhere is maybe the Barren Lands. Maybe. Well, from our Patreon game, we know Paradol. I would imagine Ascaria would have some of it. I but don't think. Quite, I don't think. Know? I don't think Eustace would have it as a problem because of how magically controlling this thing. It'd probably be more like experimenting. But Ascaria, where it's all wealth and things like that, probably there. Yovance, maybe if there are people that had the ability. Don't know enough about Tazendale. I don't think um what's the one above him Malta, the archer one. Um uh, your uh, characters from Galdaria. 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 I don't see that one. Because they don't seem to be much of a magic. Malta probably, because they do all sorts of experimentation. Eldma mm. is pretty much pretty much the phase stronghold, so I don't think so. Delegus, we I, haven't I, really I, seen Kajinxi, I don't think so. I mean, not a problem with a, a dispute about, but that's just based on what what we've seen of Amulta. Eustace, I can kind of agree, but I think only the upper echelon, like the super. Yeah, because it's yeah, because it's the level of magic used sort of thing. Yeah, Amulta, I don't, I don't really see it, but maybe like with all, it, with all the other experiments they've done with like anti magic plagues, um, making people stronger and that sort of thing. I can kind of see them turning to them, but like not, not like on mass and that sort of thing, but like, you know, I don't see gold area. I don't, I don't know enough about Tazendale. I don't think the Silwood because they seem to be more elemental spirits. Elemental bower. Yeah. yeah it seems to be the elemental bastion over there. We've got, like I said, Eldermaster the Fae bastion. We don't know enough about Kajinxi's magic other than this similar to the Baron Lance and has some training from the Arcane Congress in certain places. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so we're going to have to... Again, we're only looking at this continent. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know if any of the other continents have either. Yeah. yeah, true, true. There's still a lot of places we haven't visited, even in this continent, even though I'm kind of like itching to see what else is in the world, but... <laughs> um, I guess speaking about Kajinxi though, let's move a little bit on to Warmonger. Unless we're unless you want to bring up something else about the devil. No, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think with the with the devil, I think we're gonna get a chance to see him uh, a little bit more next session, only because they still have two more wishes they need to um, fulfill <laughs> in less than. 23 I will say, actually one thing I will say is that it's funny what we unite Yonderson of yes because they're still always butting heads um this matter they agreed no more dealings with this devil <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> they're like yeah let's just wish for the undead to be gone and we're, and, and then move on with our lives <laughs> yeah, like, so. <laughs> we've, we've only got so much because Yonderson said we've only got so much time we may as well use these wishes that he's given us but no, 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 no more. No, don't make more deals with the devil. No, 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 no. And Ophios is like, yeah, I agree with you. It's fucking horrifying. 
<laughs> the only way to scare regicide is to put more evil things in front of it. <laughs> more evil things in themselves. Oh, man. But, yeah, Warmonger. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to Warmonger. Uh, Warmonger was interesting. We didn't have Cell this week. So it was a bit shorter of a session, only by like an hour or so. But um, one one correction Delric made is that uh, Clan Steel's name is Therone. Therone. I think he said it like that. So, And then uh, we went on basically with uh, Varix meeting up with uh, Narin and basically talking about the things that happened last session with the uh, Thunderhammers and discussing um, their plans for the co-owned city uh, and, you know, Clan Fakwa, which I always forget that name unless I write it down. <laughs> See, I don't remember that clan, clan's name either, but I merely went straight back to Shrek 1. <laughs> yeah, I do. I also do that all the time. Every time I hear it, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I now i'm just imagining do. every single one of them grabs a stool and starts talking <laughs> that's that's the only way i i uh envision that ambassador now the one that they they killed in like session two or three like <laughs> i imagine him as that guy <laughs> i think it was session is it the session two or session one i think <laughs> well session when they got fucked over and basically um cleaned out there I think it was uh, Shado, and then they moved over to Kuchibashi. Oh, yeah, Kuchibashi yeah. was the next session, so it would be session two. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Glad Fako. <laughs> hey, I always, I always imagine that guy, too, now. So. <laughs> Especially with how, how he acted uh, during that, during that uh, first session. Between those three, he was like, "Yeah, no, that's all I imagine." That short little dude with the big ass head, <laughs> just as a half work now. <laughs> I, I imagine the one thing that carries over is they've all got the same style of red hat. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> it's like the fashionable thing. <laughs> oh man. Um. One thing we did learn, un- unfortunately, is that Clan Thunderhammer uh, got wiped out this session. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone got um, Fortune's favor, and someone Trump got it to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to make that accent. Uh, you know, <laughs> what the Russian one? Yeah, the, the, uh, that terrible whatever the hell that is <laughs> accent. <laughs> Why you have to be mad? It's only a game. <laughs> oh man! But uh, also a, a key point that came out of this um, this little meeting between uh, Narin and Varix is that Varix is actually coming to Narin for help um, after the many battles that they've gone through recently he has decided that he would like more than just chargers he would like some mounted uh forces because he's seen how useful they are and seeing that kuchibashi happens to be one of the best mounted uh groups in all of kuchimsi and so far as we've seen anyway uh he's looking to his friend to train so 
Yeah. From what you had there, it looks like he wants to make bull riders. Yeah. Recovery. Yeah. They're not going to be. Um, they're they're not going to. I think it would be easier to do bull chariots. <laughs> Considering the Probably. size. Probably. <laughs> you got to remember that orcs Agreed. are actually a lot smaller, so I don't see them staying on the back of the bulls as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I keep forgetting that Varix is actually pretty big for an orc at like five nine. So yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that that fact. But uh, yeah, so we'll get to see that that happening in the future. I believe they said that he was going to have. Uh, uh, I wrote it down, but I forgot to move it. Uh, God, I forgot his name because they. So originally, uh, well, from what what it seemed like, one of the advisors was going to leave Kujibashi to go train but then because he had such a prominent position they decided not to have him leave but instead send the Dencho warriors up to Kujibashi no not Hoko uh Tonskrit Tonskrit that is that is it Tonskrit yeah they were gonna have him go up and um they're gonna have them go and train their their uh Horses. <laughs> Delg was, Delg was saying like, yeah, Delg was saying that uh, that they're basically gonna pick out the the weakest and smallest chargers and <laughs> and send those guys up for mounted forces. <laughs> well, to be fair, it'd be a lot easier because they'll be small enough for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're planning on using XPs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I, I think he did say uh, boar, though. So if they're going I for boar, they'll probably want because... bigger. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the boar is just so he doesn't step on Kujibashi's clan's uh, shtick. Even though there happens to be another clan that had uh, speak as well. So, but um, Denchel's roles—they're uh, moving Roderick who actually does have knowledge geography um, <laughs> as a viceroy to Vosk. And then uh, Suresh comes to Variks and informs him that um, Shado is accused of having slave labor in the mines and terrible conditions. And not only that, but Tanzo is actually a secret order to Lady Aravel and that they uh, sacrificed their citizens to monsters in the volcano and um, that there are band of Karak going to... Uh, free the miners. <laughs> yeah, um, I was saying this in the schemas chat before, but um, it's just funny how all four of us have had a hand in this now. <laughs> Started with Anno's fortune's favor, then there was my event with the uh, old people condemning the broken chain, and now we have the other two's ones popping up. <laughs> and um. Things couldn't. Things definitely couldn't be going worse for Shadow at the moment. All because he turned that one fortune's favor into a trump card. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was thinking that as as I was hearing all this, that this was the best time for this uh, little situation to play out, especially because Cell's not here and can't defend himself <laughs> from any of these claims. Yeah. This... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Of course, this is uh bad because um, Densho is all about freedom, 
Uh, mm-hmm. that American type freedom where, you know, freedom doesn't actually have to exist. You just have to put on the label of freedom and um, <laughs> and as long as you add free and freedom to the to the end of your sentence, that's a good thing. But uh, yeah, so Detchel doesn't actually, to me, Detchel doesn't actually care about freedom. They just don't want you to ally yourself with somebody who um, like you know, mm, Tessel. Yeah. And I'm actually... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that just caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want you to lie with someone like, um, yeah, Tessel. So um, the whole plan was to try and get it so that the Dinsho wouldn't Dinsho people wouldn't be having wouldn't be attacking shadow people coming over, mm-hmm. and well, the advisors aren't going to. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, Jake rolled pretty poorly. Yeah. Um, a critical fail. If there was any way for it to be more critical of a failure, it would have been that. <laughs> let's let's say from um a couple of sessions ago i think he chose the correct person to on the job because you know Ceres doesn't seem to have anything against clan shado or tessel or anything like that and has said look i know these claims are frivolous and and all that but we should at least put on the air of investigating them i think if he would have gone with um i forget oh erithel i think if he would have gone with erithel or even listened to anything erithel said and had Arithel accuse Tessel <laughs> or investigate, quote unquote, Tessel, uh, something may have happened even worse. <laughs> Let's yeah. just say that. <laughs> well, Arithel's already pissed off Kuchibashi. <laughs> well, remember last session he said, uh, well, not last session, it was a couple of sessions ago, right after the, the first uh, combined effort at a war. He was like, I don't like that Nido or Tessel. So we're going to have to. <laughs> we're gonna have to start making movements against these two which is why you know Arithel is fun yeah. <laughs> um, fun is a word yes it is <laughs> um, I think it was a uh, wasn't it like a DC 20 or I think it was a DC 20 it could have been DC mm. 20 or DC 16 but it's um you're out of 7 <laughs> so yep <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, that's quite below. Is that a net one? No, way? it was a three. Was that one? It was a three plus oh, okay. four. It was a, <laughs> <laughs> it was a net one. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was. It was pretty severe. Like the penalties, that they seemed severe at first. Yeah, yeah. and um, so the event got worse <laughs> for Shadow to have to deal with when it comes back. <laughs> Luckily, uh Delric changed his mind about the penalties for Shado since it was uh Denshill's role. He said yeah. that it's only a an unrest unrest three. Yeah. But it's a permanent <laughs> penalty to loyalty uh for Dencho and they also get the three unrest. So Yeah. I think the dice are telling a story of where they really want this broken chain and shadow thing to go. 
<laughs> oh man. We also got um <clears throat> We also got them with the mortar for event event where oh, this, so this happened in actual history, but it didn't yeah. play out nearly as well. No, <laughs> no it didn't. <laughs> Infected ribrid, I think it was. But yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, that uh there was also a theory about um people just going through major depression and trying to dance it out and other people being infected because they saw how much attention you know, the YouTube effect. They saw how much attention the people were getting, so they wanted to get attention to. There some there's also of, that theory going around. Yeah, there's also some sort of fungus, ergo. I remember ergo being part of it, but um, yeah, oh, yeah, some yeah, sort yeah. of fungus in the riot. And when people moved away from riot, it lessened. Yeah, I think I think that's the the uh, prevalent theory, though, that there was actually an infection going on, <laughs> which would make sense because people were dying of exhaustion. Well, it's basically the same things. thing as the cordyceps thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that um, we were eating it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was happening here. Um, and Mortifer was like, how are you going to deal with this? And Jake for the lulls and memes, decided to go with Akram's idea of just making it a festival. <laughs> because yeah. he multiple he on multiple points said, this sounds like the dumbest idea of the group. Like, this is so stupid. Yet, Sometimes the ideas that work aren't the obvious ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because he got he rolled so damn high. That's why it passed <laughs> Otherwise, this would have turned into a terrible travesty. <laughs> oh, I mean, to be fair, that could be for any event. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, true. Like in um, <laughs> Patreon Kingdom Rolls and that sort of thing, I'm just. That assassination or the freaking smugglers one I recently got could have gone really wrong if I hadn't rolled really well. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh,. For the event, we actually got to see uh, some some of the dancers that uh, Tessel tried to invite earlier. They came over and they helped out with the festival. Uh, mm. All in all, it cost Jake about I think he said four BP. So he ended up getting I a stability three. of because was um well he got the four stability to it. So I think I think uh, yeah, probably was four then each. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was each BP gives him a, a stability increase. Because yeah. Delic was saying he he thought he was only going to spend about two. I think he was saying that he only expected him to spend one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he actually spent some money on it. And uh, the event helped to cure the 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 uncontrollable dancing. And um, the, he the festival went on. So we'll see if Danchel decides to make this a holiday. From this point on, uh, I also have in the notes that Delric started to describe Mortifer's headline event. Um, it's worth a watch. It's, it's, it's worth a watch. <laughs> that's at the one hour and 46 minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Mortifer had his seven seconds of glory. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, then I think we get, uh, Arithel gets sent to investigate the region around the clans to the south. Uh, he pretty much learns that it's just those three clans down there, but he gets um, a lot more information on the clans. Uh, he learns the location of a river, of uh, a hill, and that uh, the clan directly south of them is about 700 people strong, which is extremely rare for the, um, the barren lands, and that uh, they're either gearing up for some kind of attack or that those numbers are going to quickly fail uh, due to the lack of food and inhospitable uh, nature of the barren lands altogether. So. Yeah. yeah, that or a bunch of other clans going away. Really quickly. <laughs> True. Yeah, I think I think it's they're they're gearing for a push into Kajinxi, uh or something like that, and Densho needs to prepare for that. <laughs> or it could be with the Patreon game going on. Though it was part of at one point, um, a response to that wow. plan popping up, or it could be going to Paradell. Or... True. Uh, yeah. Could be anything, really. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to see. I keep forgetting they're over there. <laughs> oh, a couple of things with Kujibashi. Um, Shala finds out that uh, about a little bit of information about um, the dude to the north. Clan Vok, which these names are way too close to each other. Vok and Vosk. <laughs> and I'm going to get confused <laughs> mm. if they're not also pointed to on the map as soon as uh, he says one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> and I don't really know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I'm the only person with that problem, right? I, I I can't be the only person with that problem. We have way too many names as it is in this campaign. <laughs> yeah, well, it it makes sense for it. Other than the whole, why is everyone fighting with each other? Like, seem to be focusing on fighting each other rather than the outer threats. But oh, yeah. Um. But because the Thundering Hammers uh, are disbanding, uh, they decide to build uh, Bardello and Shinrotar uh, so that the mercenaries stick around. Uh, and also to make when... use of the um, tactic that works so well from the other time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. I, I laughed when they said that, though, because of Yoko Shinrotar yeah. and there being a Bardello there. <laughs> But okay. <laughs> a lot of rotation. Eh? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> uh. Um, but Narin sends Shala to the north to go figure out how the mercenaries were taken care of, and uh, Tora is able to get some information from Akram. Uh, well, he sends Tora to get some information from Akram. Uh, Tora being Varix's uh, daughter. I won't say wife, but I don't think Varix No, it was definitely wife. daughter. Yeah, yeah. I almost said wife, but Varix has a harem, not a wife. Yeah. <laughs> I see Jake likes to keep um, certain themes of his characters. So. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> <When> Jake... <laughs> 
<laughs> when Jake makes half orcs, they always have harems. Okay, <laughs> well he makes an orc. An orc has a harem for Jake. <laughs> well, they guy's still young. <laughs> Uh, one interesting uh, little tidbit that came out of this meeting uh, between Kuchibashi uh, was Tonsuri, uh bringing up the fact that Densho has begun its expansion into uh, very close to uh, Kuchibashi, and he brought up concerns with that while Tora were there and asked if she could explain uh, why Barracks would do that. She basically just told him that uh, due to them needing farmland or fertile, fertile farmland that they would need to do so, but um, that Varix planned on having a meeting later on to discuss their plans uh, at the former Clan Fosk. I don't know if they plan on renaming that that settlement. We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I was wondering they if, they, about if they said anything. I just missed it. And uh, that... Uh, he has no further plans to try to screw over his allies, and Tonscreet took that as a okay. <laughs> no further plans to screw over his allies. <laughs> I love that phrasing because it implies that he had plans to do that in the first place. <laughs> Listen, if he screws over his allies in the future, there were no former plans of doing so, so he, it just happened. I know, that's, but that's, that's stop keeping it further. <laughs> <laughs> the place that some of it happened in the past. <laughs> I think the shadow thing might have been planned, actually. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's a broken chain uh, shrine in one, and well, there's monastery. In the other. Monastery. You're right. Monastery in one, and there's definitely nothing in the other, so let's mm. say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's just say somebody might have been getting secret bp from uh the baron lance to help screw over somebody a little bit <laughs> oh. <laughs> here's a very important part and i instantly knew who they were talking about because uh some secret talks that you and i had talked about uh in the past shala presents narin with um an opportunity of a friend investigating clan Vok. however uh it would cost a lot for this friend to be dealing with the situation and at first it was a nominal fee until uh the thing that narin actually wanted investigated and then it was like yeah he's gonna need more than that <laughs> yeah it's just a continuation of that fortune's favor from before yeah oh yeah. Okay, okay so yeah one of my characters keep appearing in every single campaign. I still <laughs> gotta find a way to do that for Inkleman. But uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna help uh, investigate. And this is like, wasn't this a couple of years before Kingmaker? So mm, he popped up like a year into Kingmaker, I think. I think. No, I mean, I mean this time, this time period mm. of uh. Well, considering how many months they've had, they started, I think, a couple of years before Kingmaker. I'm not too sure whether or not they... Oh, you're right. Timelines yeah. are... <laughs> they keep going by months so quickly. Yeah, I keep forgetting yeah. that. <laughs> oh, man. 
But yeah, this is... Uh... It just gets around. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he's... um. Narin agrees to it because he needs more information on his uh, enemies and he may need someone who's not that connected with the uh, kingdom in order to do so. So, Yeah, well, um, with it. it's a pity that um, Warmonger has the criticals because uh, if I rolled a 1 with that character, you'd get a 19 for stealth. <laughs> so, <laughs> as long as he rolls higher than a 1, he's good. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> I don't think anyone's catching him if he doesn't want to be seen. Wow, yeah. And I mean, if he takes his time and takes a 10 or a 20, it's, um... Uh, uh, auto 30? <laughs> well, basically auto 30? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he can oh, move really quickly while he's stealthy, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get hired by a god to go investigate a, another god, and he's gonna succeed. <laughs> a couple more levels, if it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's uh let's jump into Jake's other campaign, Inclame now. Jake's other campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Neil. I think someone's moved away from the apologists. <laughs> Listen, Jake is the leader of one of the factions in, in that one, and he's the group leader of Inclement, you know? Mm. Even though they're they're becoming more like friends than, you know, a squadron. Uh and he did basically also end up leading Planeswalker too. Yeah, at the end he did, yeah. <laughs> well, it's Jake's Jake's campaigns, so you know. <laughs> He's got his harem in real life and out. <laughs> and in game, so you know. Oh man. <laughs> But uh, the group basically ends up getting back to uh, BCC Pearl, and they basically tell her um, what went on. I believe just that... the dry facts of it. So she ended up having to ask yeah, Vigo... afterwards. Vigo gave her all the dry facts in a written report, and then she was like, "All right, we need some clarifications and opinions, please." <laughs> uh, it looks interesting though, because it looks like the. Um, uh... Warden's going to become part of the Dwyer, Dwyer, Dwyer's yeah, property. Yeah. No, property, I mean, the territory. They did not They did warn her about the uh, lieutenant, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that lieutenant, man. <laughs> um, and she immediately... Uh, Tells them, great, you guys did a decent job, and I'm putting you on a different mission. And she goes into yeah. explaining what that mission is. <laughs> yeah, um, an all-expenses-paid vacation to the Barrenlands. <laughs> yeah, there's rumors of more ruins and that sort of thing in the Barrenlands. Why don't you go check it out for us? Oh, yes, that's <laughs> totally going to be easy. Look, you got a choice of either going by land, where it's basically a desert, or by 
<laughs> go, going up the river in a boat. Yeah, because that's really <laughs> not going to be a target to everyone that can see it. <laughs> oh, man. It's like when you pay way too much for a cruise and then it's you find out it's in the middle of COVID and you still go and they decide to lock you all in your room until you get to shore. <laughs> that kind of thing would suck. That's that's what the vacation I mean, to the Barrowlands is. I know like. a couple of those cruises ended up with the failures in the sewage system. Oh, from no. being from being from being <laughs> locked down from COVID. So, um, no, God, no! Oh my! Being God. locked in your room with that on a cruise because someone had COVID on board. Oh, oh no! Well, that's the bare lens experience for you guys. Yep. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> And everyone watching probably did. <laughs> they did. Um, I think she basically describes also why the reason that they were sent to the to the gate uh, because they could have sent anyone else there. Uh, but you know, she says, "Hey, we sent you guys to go and get a um, to see if the rumors about the warden were true and all that other crap." Obviously, they weren't because mm-hmm. how would they? possibly be true but <laughs> he and uh i think they do inform um that that was arena and her crew well, that, so that when they talked to um galen's friends that, that basically yeah. worked out that um it makes sense that it'll be arena and then yeah yeah so I, I, I can't wait to see what happens in in paradel once they decide to um go where, where are they going to they- <laughs> Going to the Barrowlands eventually, but um, no, it's just funny because um, Rena's the face for the rebellion. Rena's the person that everyone connects to the assassination. Rena's also recently made a deal with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily made a deal, but took over a deal with the devil, <laughs> and um, right, right. kind of has no choice in the matter either. <laughs> This is what happens when you follow. <laughs> this, no, this is what happens when you let Ophios lead you around. <laughs> I was gonna say that. This is what happens when you when you follow the slow go code. <laughs> slow go creed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why the lopers aren't getting wiped out, guys, and why the slow go are on the are on their last legs. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I think we just need to make a couple more friends <laughs> instead of biting and we'll killing see. everybody. Maybe if they made some allies, I'd have an easier time of it. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> I'm still blaming it on the Sloco. <laughs> oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but after they receive their um, their new orders, uh, they all decide to go and do some investigation while they are on vacation, basically. But even before going on vacation, they have a quick little meetup um, at the... I don't want to say tavern, but I guess it is a tavern, right? Yeah. It's Let's say restaurant. It's, it's closer to a restaurant, <laughs> think, but more tavern. Yeah. 
Because I, I feel like Paradell would have actual restaurants. You know, everybody else has their peasant taverns, but Paradell, they're, they're going to be To be fair, Fulvan had a restaurant. Had a restaurant. But they had a restaurant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure Josh remembers it painfully. <laughs> <laughs> During that... um. During the restaurant meeting, they have a little bit of discussion on why they are being sent out on these strange missions because they're just in an in inclement. Um, even though a lot of them are like um, somewhat citizens, except maybe Gallen, but you know, Gallen's pretty much an asset to the Paradell army. But but uh, they 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 find it strange that they're being sent on all these uh, different excursions and. Um, start to theorize a little bit on why that is before they decide hey let's go on let's take our leave before we have we get sent on our mission and uh that's what they do they also were able to go to the quartermaster before that oh geez we got a thousand credits and um waiting for us here okay yeah, there's a couple of fortune favors dropped on this one as well as it's funny enough one trump card from joey Immediately, he's a bad guy. <laughs> I, re I remember in the chat afterwards, in the voice chat, it's just like, it's just so funny. It's just so funny that um, Naga plays all these fortunes favors. He's probably paid paid more fortunes favors than he's paid trump cards. So trump I think cards, I'm still, yeah. I think I'm still ahead on trump cards, and I think I'm st pretty close to top of freaking fortunes favors too at this point. But um, no, it's just funny because he's. He plays one trump guy after playing all these fortunes favors, and he's immediately the evil guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me and Edo in the background just laughing at that one. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. This for Discord. You have to you have to slight all of Discord before uh, the players have to slight Discord before you can drop a trump card on them. That's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to drop a trump card unless the players have slided someone in Discord. <laughs> and then you can drop the trump card on them. Now I'm joking about that. Obviously, yeah. I don't care what you do with your your, your points. <laughs> your points is them how they wish. Yeah, it's them how you want. But um, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. Just, it's just funny because I've never done that. <laughs> I'm just trying to trump card. It doesn't seem like it'd be fun. I mean, it is the fun thing to do, though. Yeah, that is. Uh, also, speaking about the uh, the commissary, uh, the team now needs a name. Mm. They need... <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they lose all the rest of their credits. Or, <laughs> or they go straight back into the Paradell army. It's... <laughs> so... <laughs> No pressure, guys. <laughs> no pressure. We also get uh, the little blue potion. Um, <laughs> that's going to be important for the, for, the rest, for the rest of these campaigns from now on. Potion of whenever, yeah. yeah. Whenever <laughs> there is a little blue potion um, described, we know that is the potion of invigorate. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Or no, you can't work. That doesn't work with blood rages and barbarians because I've already tried that. <laughs> like, well, I was just gonna say we don't even need Rena's uh, 
<laughs> canonization for that one. It's just it's just gonna be the little blue potion from this point on. <laughs> yep, it was already canonized by Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, do- during the uh, the leave time, we get a couple of interesting points that are picked out. One is that um, Galan and Virgil do some uh, research in the Barrenlands. Uh, finds out about the Horde. Uh, in Kajinxi's formation and Paradell's response to it, which is the perfect Paradell response to it. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, you can get it now. <laughs> and um, we insist. The... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, when I heard him describing it, it was like, oh, yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah. If Paradell had some great <laughs> leaders, that that will be what I do. <laughs> this is happening regardless. So why fight it? Just just make sure that when it runs out of steam, we're the ones on top. <laughs> um, I have to wonder if that was around by the time they fought the Kraken. It would be an interesting fact, but it... Mm. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. V- Galen also learned the fighting style of Kajinxi, which I forget the name of. It's also uh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember it, but it yeah that that sounds about right. Cause all I remember is that it's the one that um Tessel's using. So no. how do you say it again? L i t m a c i l. Okay. Unlike lit missile, like L I T M I S S L E. Oh. And then he gets a uh, uh, big half orc to try and train him in it, except that yeah. um, that's the problem. He's big. <laughs> yeah, Tristan. Tristan pretty much educates him on that point and tries to show him a little bit uh, some of the angles that. He would actually be attacked at <laughs> and how different that training actually is also vigo goes into more um research with the undead and the barren lands and some of the mole uh construction over well, and also like the extent of that empire sort of thing so yeah yeah well where would we even begin to look in the first place and i think he ended up rolling really well on that so it, if you could find any of those points, you'd have a plus four to survive right, right, from right. there to find the other points. Yeah, the landmarks that uh, that some parent explorers were able to mark out before they died in the in the harshness of the barren lands. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you also had a bunch it. of um, alchemy stuff with um true yeah and everyone's got a potion belt that can have 12 potions in it and he goes on a brewing spree for healing potions i think that i think that's in the credits and a couple other things might be all part of the fortune's favor i dropped <laughs> <laughs> I basically asked all hey some useful loot perhaps <laughs> so i think this works out for him and then George yeah the trumpet. Evil, evil Charlie. Evil, evil Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Much evil, such well. 
Didn't, didn't he also make some uh, item, items as well? Other than uh, potions? Yeah, he made some other items towards the end of it. I think there was a Sunrod in one of them. I don't remember the other ones. Yeah, it was Sunrod. I, f I forgot to write down the other ones. But, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like um, Valrin's magical Sunrod, where if he broke it, something better happened. It was just like a Sunrod. Uh, but uh, that was the end of that campaign and so that was the end of this week's campaigns all together uh yeah. a lot of big stuff happening next week for regicide <laughs> yes <laughs> regicide's having um world shaking moments at the moment <laughs> <laughs> they've assassinated um prince of one of the regions of peridot mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. just they sent the soul of an inner god to the devils uh -huh, we're probably uh -huh. going to enjoy taking that apart and remaking that into whatever they want or feeding it to some other devils to make them bigger and stronger so watch the space if that devil stays the same <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week I think um, Shadow's going to have a couple of uh, Karuk invading the mines to free people who may or uh, I, I, I remember there being actually a reference to Pizzagate there. <laughs> but that one guy that went, that went and stormed one pizza place because he thought it was... Let's be factual here. Nobody in the mines actually has chains on them. So there's going to be people storming the mines to free a bunch of people who are not actually technically enslaved. So, you know. It's just going to be funny because all the chains going to be things for like... um climbing out of the mines with pulleys and things like this. They're just going to break all those. <laughs> <laughs> so people are going to be stuck down there and all the war is going to be stuck down here as well. <laughs> you assholes! Dincho <laughs> had no further plans to screw over their allies. So... <laughs> Dincho didn't plan this. Let's just say that. <laughs> They just sort of caused it. <laughs> <laughs> and Enric Lebe will be um, moving into the Baron Lands. So <laughs> we will see that. We, we, will, we will see the ramifications of that. We'll also see what the hell happens with, those, with that next 23 hours for each side. Because <laughs> they're going to need a long rest. Maybe we'll finally get to see Greyris. Uh, maybe the uh, Enclave will help Greyris come back into civilized land. Quote unquote civilized. I don't want to assume that everybody in the Barren Lines is uncivilized. We've seen I hear that. the Traxons are pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm thinking that this, this uh, I'm thinking Delric saved Greyris for these guys and <laughs> that we're going to get to see him sometime during the Baron Lands arc. Which Either is that be before the patron game or for Warhammer. <laughs> I'm thinking both. <laughs> we'll see who, who gets to Greyris faster, though. Yeah. Is, you know, he, he was a pretty he was a pretty good leader. He may be the reason that there's 700 people all gathering at the borders of Kajinsky. That's true. I didn't think of that. That, that, <laughs> that could happen. 
<laughs> that could actually happen, and that could be so much fun. <laughs> so many. If he wasn't that much in the way of a wimp of a fighter either, it's just that he got um his army freaking captured and him captured by a bunch of yeah. other people. Yep. And at that point, he can't fight back when they <laughs> just shit on them all the fucking time. <laughs> so I'm thinking we're going to see uh, Lord Greyrus popping up pretty soon. It's just fun to think that both he and Osugo would both want to get it back at one, but once they can't get one. <laughs> one is now with his god or just dissolved in the astral plane. What is those two? You know. <laughs> Maybe those two can get together and do some damage to the broken chain and remembrance of one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway guys that was uh everything this week just a shout out to delrick and all the cast members along with everyone in discord thank you very much for listening uh thank you very much for your time and the place this week yeah um no pressure arena <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Have a good one, everyone. Good week, guys.